KP, KPC, News, Information, Culture, KPCC, California Sensibility. Hi, I'm Rebecca Lehrer. And I'm Amy Choi, and we are the Mashup Americans. So, Ames, what makes you laugh? Are <laughs> <laughs> you making that weird fake laugh? Made me laugh. It's so gross. Sorry. <laughs> well, I think um, everything. I mean, my favorite video in the world is a gif of a llama just bouncing through a field set to DMX. Is party up? <laughs> yeah, obviously, <laughs> because that is hilarious. <laughs> So good. It's like four seconds long, but it has like seriously impacted my life. Like literally every time I'm having a bad day, I'm just like gonna get that llama in DMX. Uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> so you good. have to have those ones like on on hold behind you. Just be like, hold on, not feeling good. Llama DMX. Here I go. Yes. Um, yeah, for me, it's that stuff. Like I love any animal doing human like things. Like <laughs> you know, there's a lot of like dogs. Dancing to salsa. Um, I don't know if they're actually dancing or it's just a great music editing. That really is deep in my heart. <clears throat> Along those lines, a person who really makes me laugh and gets to me every time, and she's really unveiled my love of animals doing human things, is one of my favorite people in the world, Michelle Collins. I always say I'm a very weak-minded Jew. I need one good Baptist choir will convert me. I always say, I believe I was a priest in a past life. I walk into a church, I feel very comfortable. I always, I feel, no one's laughing, I'm serious. I feel very, I do, I walk in, I feel very zen. And um, I have to be careful who I say that to, because like, I am kind of joking, but I also really mean it. And then like, some like serious Christians will be like, you know, anytime you can just come worship with me. And I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm more like, just like, you know, the vibe I like. <laughs> She's a Hungarian, Israeli, Jewish, New Yorker via Miami American. Lots of mashups there. She's a good mashup. <laughs> She's the host of such shows as After Paradise, which is all about The Bachelor in Paradise. And uh, if you didn't watch it, you are really missing out. And you might also know her from The View or her perfect recaps of TV shows on Twitter or in Vanity Fair. Yes, and we talked to her about so many things, like being the tallest kid at Temple Menorah Preschool, which, what a name, Temple Menorah. Is that I, know. I mean, it's just does made that up. Just made <laughs> doesn't up. make any sense? Some non-Jew was like, "I have a name for a Jewish school, <laughs> Temple Menorah." <laughs> um, being banned from watching Schindler's List at school in the eighth grade because she forged her mother's signature. I mean, the st- the stories they're so good. Yeah. Her stories are so good. And we also talked to her about something that is actually like super near and dear to our hearts: is who gets to tell what jokes? Like, who gets to decide what's funny? So, with that, let's talk to Michelle. Michelle Collins, how do you mash up? I come from all Hungarian people, which I don't know if you knew we originated in the Carpathian Basin in Asia. I didn't know any of that. That's, that's why you look a little Asian. That's why I look slightly Asian, which is, by the way, my favorite. When people ask if I'm half Asian, I like weep with happiness. I'm like, I'm not. I'm like, thank you. Like, the well, we're people. basically sisters. I, I feel it too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I remember my mother, my grandmother really looked Asian. Um, and my mother once called me up five years ago and she went, um, Mish, I have a question. I went, uh-huh. She goes, is Ann Curry Asian? I went, yeah. 
<laughs> what are you talking about? Like, I, I think she's half Asian. But even I was like, yeah. Yeah, of course she's Asian. My mom goes, God, she looks exactly like my mother. So my grandmother looked like Ann Curry. And um, yeah, but hun- woman. I love. I'm a major fan, and will never fully forgive NBC for the record. But anyway, yeah. so long story short, um, my family's Hungarian and Jewish, and my grandparents survived. The H. See, I don't want to bring the mood down. My grandparents survived. My mother's father lost people, like a wife and two kids, and then remarried my grandmother. Mm. Um, the H. Ian Curry mm-hmm. after the war, and they all moved to Israel, which mm. is where my mo- my mom was actually born in Czechoslovakia, but then grew up basically in Tel Aviv. And my dad was born in uh, East Germany, but moved to Brooklyn when he was two. Mm. So you know, Brooklyn, Israel. I mean, it gets. High high Jew high yeah. Jew status high Jew completely Hungarian. Well, my my yeah, everyone speaks Hungarian. I didn't. Me and my brother were not raised to speak another language. I think so that my parents could fight in privacy because like they would only ever fight in Hungarian. So the only words I really know are like <laughs> the most dark, like past swears, like dark, like scary, <laughs> scary words. No, the funny thing with with my parents though is that so they spoke Hungarian. Neither of them had ever been to Hungary, which is wild. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. Like it's not like that far from New York. It's not far or at all from no. Israel. Or from Israel. And this was pre. I mean, look, this was before because Hungary has a lot of problems now that are scary, racism and fascists and all kinds of things. When I was in college, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Budapest. The truth is, I wanted to go to Prague and. Florence and I decided to study abroad really late because I hated my roommate and I was like it's happening and I like smoked weed for the first time and had a freak out like I'm not a good pot smoker so I hope I never run for president by the way because that's funny but so I was like I gotta get out of this town because we were in New York and so I went to Budapest and it was the greatest four months and my mom ended up coming for a month which normally would sound annoying because it's like what no I'm like 19 I want to like be fun and young but I kind of I only had like two friends on my study abroad program so it ended up being nice having her there and like and she said it's the weirdest thing she got off the plane and everybody was speaking Hungarian and did you feel at home I loved it there I will tell you that I went you know I went back maybe four or five years after. This was like now after 9-11 because I studied abroad right before 9-11. So it was like a very innocent time. I hate to put it that way, but it was just like, you know, no thoughts. And then kind of years went by and traveling was scary a little bit, blah, blah, blah. So I went back and yeah, I was happy to be there. But I'll tell you, by the eighth day, I was like feeling a little bit trapped. So I didn't feel at home, but I had, it's such a beautiful city. I haven't been back in about 10 years and I'm afraid to go back now because of everything happening there politically, it just kind of freaks me out. But I actually would love talking about your mom. And oh. speaking of your parents, I would love to hear about the name Collins. So they came, yes, and they changed your name. Yes, my parents got married. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a different last name that was difficult to spell. It was C I K K. Everyone said sick. But yeah, it was seek. I mean, really, it was sick, which is like Hungarian. So it was probably you know T Z I K, I guess. But um. Yeah, when I was, so then I was born with a different last name, and when I was, you know, grew up in Miami, when I was in the third grade, I believe, my mother snapped, uh, went to court, because we had always gone, like, once or twice a week to TGI Fridays for dinner, because it was, like, our neighborhood. No, on our, Tuesdays, our, our local. Fridays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would always give Collins, like, Collins Party of Four was, mm-hmm. like, the thing. And so she went to court and had it legally changed just my immediate family to Collins. But what's funny is but I also always... also because Collins is a major avenue. Collins Avenue in Miami, yeah. yeah. No, because everybody in Miami 
knew how to spell it, which is really saying something if you've ever been to Miami. Yeah. That, that everybody could spell it. That's yeah. like a shock. <laughs> I went to a school called Temple Menorah. It was yeah. a Jewish <laughs> private school just until kindergarten, yeah. which I remember I told a friend in high school that I went to Temple Menorah, and he was like, that's like going to church Christmas tree. Like, that shouldn't be a thing. I was like, well, it is. So, yeah, Temple Menorah. And then when I went to public school, I got in trouble for talking every day. For, like, not shutting up in class. Like, I was talking, talking, talking. And my mom funny That's enough, so surprising. Well, but, you know, we didn't know at the time. It was, right. like, before, you know, I, like, sprouted. Which, by the way, is a word my pediatrician once used. And it's why I'm still a virgin. No, I'm um, Anyway, so he, uh, I remember my teacher kept calling my dad to complain. This was, like, the first week of school. And my mom and brother were in Israel, actually, because it was summertime. So they were always there. And my dad was, like, after about a week, he goes, well, you know, maybe she's talking because she knows what you're teaching already. So somehow, because, you know, my parents knew the principal from when my brother went there, blah, blah, blah. They gave me the test and they wanted to move me. This is like such a braggy story. But as no, I'm no. telling it, it is a braggy story. I'm dumb now. But I was like, I had a moment, like yeah. little man Tate style. Yeah, that's you know? like when I was in honors chemistry and then I sat in the class being like, they placed me into it. And I was Funny. like, how does everybody know what's happening each class? Turns out it's because they would read and do homework before. Yeah. And then I'd be like, maybe I should just go to regular chemistry. Wait, I had that with physics. Yeah. Um, but so you skipped a grade oh yeah no but they wanted to put me in the third grade and fifth grade math this is from the first grade now you have to understand I was like 5'7 so I wonder if they wanted if I was like scaring the kid I was a huge kid I mean I was you know in my um my kindergarten production for Hanukkah, yeah. I was the shamash. Yeah, which and is the... the, the yeah. that's is it the, the tall candle? That's the tall candle sure that lights is. all the rest. <laughs> and my mother... Wait, wait, we're going to post the picture online because it's you amazing. have to see it. It's like she's fully two feet taller than every other child. I was child. literally shamash Collins. I was the best shamash they could even pray for. Yeah. And my mother says that when all the other kids were, you know, they're they're like six or five, whatever, they're all singing towards their feet. She goes, there you were, like Shirley Bassey, <laughs> like arms out, singing your little heart out I was like well I was born to perform but anyways long story short so they just moved me in a second but that's what's funny is that I still never shut up and behavior was a problem literally up until sitting here (laughs) I had a teacher named Mrs. Morris Uh looked like the Tootsie Roll owl okay like how many licks straight up related to me like maybe my second cousin or something we only figured that out like, uh, after, after I was already in. Her. But we were going to see Schindler's List as a class. Now, obviously, I come from Holocaust survivors. <laughs> and, of course, I had already seen it because I come <laughs> from parents who took me to movies like that. So uh, we had to get a permission slip signed to, like, because it was an R-rated movie. So, of course, you know me, Becca. You know how I am. Do I get it signed? Of course not. I have it in my backpack, and I forget about it. <laughs> and I remember this teacher's assistant came in and was like, Michelle, we really need your form. And I went, one second. And I, like, turned around signed my mom's name. I mean, it's not like... It's to see Schindler's List, okay? And I turn it in. Well, five minutes later, she comes back. She goes, Mrs. Morris would like to see you. I went, mm-hmm. So I got up. I go in. She goes, Michelle, I was comparing this signature here to your progress report. And it's very obvious. Did you forge this signature? And I went, yeah. And she went, you know, I know that you've seen Schindler's List, but as punishment... I'm not going to allow you to see Schindler's List. My punishment was I got to go to the library and relax for like six hours. So I was like, thanks again. I mean, great movie, but it's not like... Uh, you don't need to see Schindler's List right yeah, away again. not like Clifford starring Martin Short. I mean, it's not like a laugh a minute. You know what I mean? So yes, I went Clifford. to the... I love that movie. So I went to the library and I remember she had me write a paper and I ended up somehow... It was such a great paper. I got extra credit. I was like, this teacher's an idiot. But I did get this... Wait, let me tell you Wait, why I don't like her. 
you at this time? 14. Okay. But let me add that um, then <laughs> I got an A. You know, you had a behavior grade. Yeah. So it was a, your grade, effort, and behavior. So yeah. I got an A in my grade, a 1 in effort, and a D in conduct. And I showed my mom. My mom was like, honestly, if you're getting A's... And getting deep, like, I'm not going to tell you to stop talking. Like, <laughs> I can't be mad at you. Like, you got yeah. a D. Like, keep it up. We know you love us, but have you gone to iTunes to rate and review us? Do it. Do it. iTunes.com slash mashup. Five stars and you're done. Love you. Bye. Who gets to tell which jokes? Do you feel like there are things that you're like, these are jokes I can tell because they're in, because I am one of these things, like whether it's Israelis or Hungarians or Jews or tall ladies or whatever. Are Are there things that you feel like you can tell that you would be uncomfortable with somebody else telling? You know, it's funny. Probably without even knowing it. Yeah. Yes. Without thinking too much about it. Yeah. I feel like I used to make jokes about Jews and you would get mad at me actually yeah. thinking back. You'd be like, that's really not good. Like, you shouldn't make those jokes. And I was like, back the fuck up with a yeah. Q. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know no, what I, I mean? remember. But, yeah. And now I'm less sensitive to it. Well, but... it's funny that you're less sensitive and yet I feel like the world is so much more sensitive. Yeah. And what's interesting is on Twitter, people oh. will take things that aren't even just meaningless things that mm-hmm. might have to do with the cultural or whatever and and jump down your throat for it. It's yeah. actually like you have to be so careful not to enrage people because they are waiting. It's like yeah. hair trigger response on things that, again, have almost no meaning. So it's kind of tough. But um, Do you yeah. feel the need to, I mean, be mm-hmm. that careful? Or is it kind of like, fuck you guys? Well, well I'm not a racist choice. person. I mean, right. I, you know, in, in the scheme of or a, a Jew hater or sizest. I mean, I think we all probably are a little bit. Yeah, You sure. know, of course. Like, if you say you're really not, then you're just not being honest. Everyone has things built into their fabric and stuff that in society that, you know, you have to kind of almost have like an out-of-body experience to avoid. But it's not even so much about being cautious. It's just being yourself. Like, mm-hmm. I would never want to offend Anybody who doesn't deserve it. Right. You know, what can I say? I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't analyze my comedy like, well, am I going to talk about gender today yeah, or right. race? Like, it's not how I am. I just, do I'm like live so? and that's right. the end, you know? I think a good question is like, do I get the right to make Jewish jokes? Or, you know, right. Sarah Silverman talks about the Holocaust. I'm not going to talk about the Holocaust. It's not no, part of my fabric. My part of, right. Yeah. No, it is. Of course. You, it's. You're talking about your experience as a person. Mm-hmm. Listen, you know, it's funny because, as you know, my favorite comedian, well, I've, obviously I love me some Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock. I mean, you're noticing a theme. But my number one favorite is Martin Lawrence, yes. as Becca who, knows. Who Michelle recently Ugh. met. It was like meeting Gandhi for me, honestly. I was like, <laughs> this is, I was shaking. And I have not been like starstruck like that in really a long time. And I was, I was like, my body was vibrating. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was so nervous and excited. But Martin, like... The same routine 50 times. I'm still crying laughing from it. But he says things that even if I were to repeat them to you, I would have to, like, stitch my lip shut. Like, I couldn't yeah. even repeat some of the shit. Yeah. Black kids ain't embarrassing the black parents. We ain't going to be out there like that. Get down. Get down. I ain't going to tell you no more. Get down. Uh-uh. Black people hire a motherfucking sniper. Uh-huh. Come here. Uh-huh. Motherfucker, that's my child. Do what the fuck I say. Okay? Do what the fuck I say. Shoot him in his ass right now. Now, I don't want you to kill him. I want his ass to fall hard. Next time that motherfucker come to a mall, he'd be limping. Motherfucker go in the Foot Locker. Give me one shoe. One shoe, motherfucker. But 
is it wrong that I laugh at it? No, because the guy's funny as shit, and that's that. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. So, and he's describing a reality of his experience. Yeah, and it's yeah. his experience. That's all. That's the reason why I think lately, and I won't get into details, but I think a lot of uh, comedians do get in trouble because they're speaking about like things that they know less than nothing about, like sexual attacks or whatever it yeah. is. You follow? And so yeah. people go berserk. I get it. Because it's like, just shut the fuck up. Why are you even getting involved? Yeah, why no Why are you? Right. You're going to tell this woman what her experience is? Are you kidding me? It's just like, why are you even yeah. sticking your fucking nose into it? Just yeah. shut up. Yeah, totally. Unless it's about you, and then that's different. You know what I mean? Did you know that we have a newsletter? Mm, yeah, we do, and it's awesome. Every week, we serve up a curated list of the most mashy and interesting stories from around the world. Sign up now at mashupamericans.com slash newsletter. So you're a pop culture sort of savant of sorts, I would Thanks. say. You know, I'm curious about, when is it the first time where you saw something on TV and you're like, Oh my gosh, though I feel oh, kind I of the reflected. When I was little and I went to the theaters to see an American tale. Uh Fival. Of course. Fival Mouskowitz. Mouskowitz. Uh, uh we could sing the song together. I remember being like, well, first of all, I was even at a young age being like, why does he have to be a mouse? Yeah. Like, why does uh. the Jew have to be a little rat, basically? Like, I didn't love that. Like, why couldn't it be a bunny? Because bunnies are too Christian, let's be honest. Bunny yeah, is are. not a Jew. No. Uh-uh. But anyways, no, I remember seeing it and being like, oh my God, like, there is a cartoon about Jews? Yeah. Like, so excited. Yeah, I remember that, Ugh, too. It was a great feeling. And about, um, I know you obviously are a huge Seinfeld fan. Well, Seinfeld, obviously, is, like, my religion. You know that. It's funny, because I find that stuff too embarrassing. Like, Larry David, I can't watch, because it embarrasses me oh too much. Oh, my God. Hello? No, 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 no. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that invitation, but I cannot go to the baseball game on the Sabbath. I'm sorry. It's impossible. I'll take a rain check, however. Oh, okay. You know, I met him, and he... Yeah, oh, he went to his show. I right? saw Fish in the Dark, yes, with him, Rosie Perez, who yeah. I worked with, who's very lovely. And um, it's thanks to Rosie, actually, that I got to meet him, so I'm always indebted to her for that. But it, first of all, he was so handsome. He glowed. He literally radiated. He um, had the softest hands. And was he lo- nice? Lovely. Wait, so what's the what's the common thread between Martin Lawrence and Larry David? The thread is just being a genius. I, you know, they're both brilliant. And that's, I think... It's probably, I think that also, idea of, like, speaking from your experience, from your heart, they're just being essentially who they are. It's real. And, like, Joan Rivers was that way, too. And what, also just idol. excellent yeah. observers of their lives. If you... Anyone listening, the second this is done, go to Spotify, download both of Martin's albums, specifically Talking Shit, and it's Martin Lawrence Live. Okay. Live talking shit. That's what it's called. I swear to God, I listen to it to this day driving, and I have to pull over because I'm like, I can't see the tears of laughter. <laughs> I mean, it is just the funniest comedy album I think ever made, really. There's nothing funnier in the world. Yeah. Um, so what's your Boba myself? Well, I have a story that's crazy because it involves mild physical assault, which is that <laughs> there's this 
kind of wives' tale, I guess, that may have been invented by my grandmother, that when you get your period, you have to have your face slapped in order to get the devil out of you. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard that? <laughs> no. I mean, it makes perfect sense. It sure does. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mother, like, slapping a face was not out of her wheelhouse. Let's <laughs> yeah. just put it that yeah, way, yeah. you know? So... I remember I was like 12. I mean, who knew I was going to tell the story today? But anyways, I was 12 and uh, about 5'9". It happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> like I went. Are you there, God? It's yeah. me, Margaret. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I'm a woman. I remember it was like my bat mitzvah. I was yeah. like, it's happened. Yes. And I went. My mom was like sitting in her bed. And I went into her room. And I went. It's like such an embarrassing story. Mm-hmm. But I went, mom, like, I got my period. And she was like, oh, my God. Like, outstretched arms. This is how fucked yeah. up this is. Like, outstretched arms she's like honey congratulations come here and as I'm walking towards her she slaps my face (laughs) so hard not a bullshit slap it was like it knocked the wind out of me and I held my face I was like what are you doing she was like that's to get the devil out of you and you know what? It did. <laughs> she got too much of the devil out of me, girl. you never got your period again. Then I literally, yeah. No, I got it again, but it was like, you know, I went to Wait, Barnard, for have... God's sake. That should tell you enough how much of the devil got out of me. I was like, I'm going to go to Barnard. Yeah. And then, like, whatever. Do you only have to get slapped once? Only one time. I mean, I got the shit kicked out of me growing up. So yeah. it's like, slap. there's no devil left. But it yeah. was like a period slap. <laughs> okay, so what do you feel most guilty about? I don't know. I feel guilty about a lot of stuff. If we're talking, like, culturally yeah. guilty... Oh, I don't know. I, like, don't really go to temple. I mean, you know, I'm not a good Jew like that. Wait, can we talk about something? Yeah. Is that Rebecca informs me that the two of you, you wonderful lady Jews, like to go to Christmas Mass? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've written about that, actually. Yeah. Tell us about Christmas Mass. I actually haven't been in many years. My parents used to go to Midnight Mass every year in Miami. And the story goes, they would go to different churches, but like, you know, I'm a very, I come from a very church loving family. I always joke that like, all I need is to meet like one brainwasher and I will be Christian. You know what I mean? Like I'm always like, but I'm so Jewish. Like it's like the joke is on them because it's like, actually, no, (laughs) like actually the joke's on you. Like you cannot erase like this, this. whatever's going on here. But, um, but like when I'm traveling, like ask me if I've ever like visited a temple in Europe. Like I'm like, what in Budapest? Yeah. But like, that's it, you know? I love, but I love a church, girl. I'll sit at a church. I'll go to the gift shop. You know, I love church. <laughs> Anyways. What do you love about it? The most beautiful buildings in the whole world. It's where yeah. all the money went. I mean, it just is like you look yeah. around and it's shocking. Yeah, totally. But my parents used to go to mass only on Christmas Eve, midnight mass, sing Silent Night, hold candles. Well, they went one year and they ran into their cantor from their temple there. <laughs> I think his name was Danny Tadmore, which is a great name. And uh, they went, hey. And he goes, oh, Hey here, come, there's a whole pew of us in the back. And they went, and there was a whole, like, row or two of Jews from the temple <laughs> there for Midnight Mass. Jews love, listen, it's beautiful. It's candles, I it's know. singing. It's I love Christmas in general. I'm a big Christmas fan, you know? Yeah. So. Uh, well, one time we did go to, in, like, Chelsea or the West Village, yeah. to a big church, and then we went to Pasties <laughs> drink. So chic. That's, like, genuinely my dream night. Um, well, thank you for coming on oh, our show. Thank you, I hope I was good. You were. Yeah. All right, I love you guys. Okay, Thanks for having you. me. Bye. Bye. was Michelle Collins, one of the funniest ladies we know. You can find her on Twitter and Insta and all the socials at Mishcall. 
Um, I know she's super famous now, but Rebecca, do you think she ever does gigs as the world's best shamash? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> it's so good. You know, you can't look at a menorah without ever thinking of her as the shamash, that the tallest candle right in the middle of it. Tallest, brightest <laughs> candle, that's it. I'm, and yeah. I'm sure that is the best way to look at a menorah. Um, speaking of Jewish holidays, happy almost Rosh Hashanah. We are heading into the high holidays, yo. I know. I mean, thank you very much. Thank you to all of you. And Shana Tova, y'all. We hope for sweetness and health and blessings for every one of you this new year. I am going to get my apples and honey on. You know, every year I'm like, why am I eating apples and honey all year long? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So delicious, right? That's a really good point. So delicious. Okay, so... Before we go to do that, the Mash of Americans are me, Rebecca Lair. And me, Amy Choi. Our producer today was Jocelyn Gonzalez. Our show is produced by American Public Media and Southern California Public Radio, KPCC. We're also supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. Ciao. Bye. Bye.